0: you've got mail hey there folks welcome to another edition of tech stream i'm seth everett he is shelly palmer uh we are cruising along into fall and uh things are as weird as ever <laughs> the headlines in the world just are mind-boggling and uh you know i i did a podcast shelly Uh, a sports podcast, and we came to this conclusion. I want to attribute this to Mark Schlereth, the uh, NFL on Fox announcer, who said that the National Football League is literally the only unifying thing in this country. The only thing that the left and right, the Democrats, the Republicans, the religious and the non-religious, the only thing that they all are doing right now is watching mm. NFL football and it's not college football because that's segregated as ever. You know yes. like the southeast like they don't care about what's going on in the in the north in the pacific northwest like they they don't but the national football league if the if the chargers are playing the chiefs everybody watches.
1: Yes, I think football fans are pretty politically charged but apolitical during football right? everybody becomes tribal and you root for your team obviously the NFL. or your
0: player or if you have money yeah on it. i mean right. the nfl
1: is not without without political controversy but for the most part you're 100% right and look i'm glad I, I think there are many two things there are too many things that are overly politicized in our world right now mm-hmm. and in many ways seth we're not political enough people howl at the moon they scream on twitter they post stuff on social media but they don't
0: campaign they don't vote right
1: you know it's like get out and community organize go door to door get your candidate elected like i don't see a lot of that but i do see a lot of people talking a lot and very often but you know what footballism is an amazing calming unifying as agitated as people get and I have so many friends who just scream at the screen when they're, you know, as if someone's listening. But that's the thing. It's not this docile, like,
0: happy-go-lucky thing. People are passionate about it, but it's people of all ilks. And that's the interesting thing. And all the people who said they would never watch football again when Colin Kaepernick took a knee, you're all watching because the ratings are showing you're all, you are all came back or you were never watching in the first place. So, you know, you can, you can take that argument. That's all come and gone. The newest controversy to hit the National Football League is a move that I applauded when it was made. We did podcasts on it when it was done uh, last week, last Thursday was the first ever Amazon Prime video streaming Thursday night football exclusive. That meant the way to watch the Thursday night football games. This is not a, a baseball game on, on Apple Plus. This is not uh, the Premier League on Peacock. This is the National Football League was on a streaming service. Mm-hmm. If you look at the top 10 viewed television shows, cable or broadcast of the last 10 years the only thing that rates is the national football league that's the only thing that's even getting somewhat of a rating so to put one of your games and a marquee game it was the kansas city chiefs and the san diego chargers it was a marquee game and it was on amazon you hired a hall of fame announcer in al michael's you you it was a it was a top flight broadcast it looked like a super bowl it was on amazon
1: yeah well i tell you what amazon had the money to make this happen thursday night football last year you talk about ratings had a 15 9 rating the the number one tv show of the season was sunday night football this is on aggregate we're not talking about single shows right? right so when you start thinking about what you know what amazon bought why they bought it how they bought it how it worked out for them the number one show all over with roughly 18 million viewers a week in 2021 was sunday night football sure followed by um did i say a 15 rating it's not a 15 rating with 15.4 million viewers on thursday night football i'm just i pulled up the pocket square and by the way followed in a distant third at 10.9 million viewers a week was ncis so you don't, get to pro, you, know, you don't get to actually see television programming until the third rated show. Then, you know, but football was, as you said, the thing. So Sunday Night Football being the number one show, Thursday Night Football being the number two show, Amazon bought their way to heaven. They should have had an insane amount of ratings. Now, look, if you watched, I think you could argue very very easily that the only thing amazon had in mind on thursday night which was september 15th that we're talking about the first ever mm-hmm. uh, 2022 was to get a football game so someone could watch it i they, right. there was nothing innovative about it there was there was you know it wasn't like well wow, they had five I'm...
0: different uh, audio streams uh they yeah. had yeah they had they had all d- different different kinds of audio streams they had uh, all different types of options here were the biggest complaints the first complaint is that it buffers and everyone has different internet speeds and this yeah. is the issue with streaming and this is what you know when we talk about cable versus streaming it has to be the perfect broadcast because that's what cable was presenting and i have been a cord cutter for five years i i this this didn't register for me. I will tell you a story, though, because I, I I fit something we did a podcast on the the idea of pressing one button, the Amazon Prime button, as opposed to the Hulu button, as opposed to the Netflix button on my Apple TV. I, I don't care. You know, it, it doesn't have an impact to, to me. However, I had a friend in town from Seattle. And he was uh, having a 24 hour layover in newark airport i live you know 15 minutes from newark airport so i picked him up he was staying in a hotel i picked him up and we went to a bar to grab a late dinner and catch up now i'm not you know football intensive i you know i i knew the chargers chief was on i walk into the place and the game is not on you walked into a sports bar i walked into a sports bar in newark new jersey isn't at 8 15 usually... the game wasn't on and the the host the, the, the host of the place when i said do you know that the char- chargers and chiefs are playing he said yeah, we don't have that
1: so yes and to your earlier point your experience with thursday night football as a stream is completely dependent one hundred percent dependent on the quality of the internet service to your house so if you've got core connectivity if you have a package that doesn't have a particularly large amount of bandwidth it's only in hd it's not 4k it you know it's coming over in 1080p i don't think they're gonna be doing 4k sports for a while and from a production perspective a lot of my friends who who were watching were very unimpressed with Amazon's audio mixing capability. Apparently they really
0: I didn't see I didn't notice that.
1: Yeah they had some issues with all kinds of everybody had issues and nitpicks with the way that it was produced. But but did they have the same audio issues of the CBS game last past Sunday? Well here's the thing Seth I, I don't even want to go there because what they did you know, the way you cover a football game is you put a bunch of cameras in a stadium, some guys go in trucks who know how to cover football and they cover football. And they did. So, and since money was no object, that's exactly what they did. They hired guys who know how to do this. Fred and,
0: Godelli was the director. Yeah, I mean, it's just award-winning it's like, director. yeah.
1: I'm not, you can't, like, whatever glitches happened uh, uh, were not in the truck because the, from the truck's perspective, it was sending out a 1080p signal to, anywhere it might could have sent it to a broadcaster it could have sent. it it didn't care all it was doing was taking however many cameras it had 10 or 20 cameras that it was using to cover the football game and it was sending out one signal a mixed signal with you know all the graphics that's so well understood like i don't even want to go there what people were complaining about had nothing to do at all in some cases even with amazon What it had to do with is, are you paying twenty nine dollars a month to your local cable person to give you, or cable provider to give you decent cable, and you're looking for a a quality HD stream, and your your kids are doing their homework, and you know your significant others in the other room uh, watching TikTok or whatever, and you don't have the bandwidth to watch a 1080p signal uninterrupted, and you're blaming Amazon for it. It's not Amazon's fault that signal wasn't a bad signal you were in a you didn't have the capacity to take it down a lot of you know every time you see the spinning ball of death that sometimes has to do with the content provider but almost all professional content and certainly 100 percent of amazon's broadcast was edge cached they they have a content distribution network these Amazon is not new to getting video out in the world. Ever watch Prime, Prime Video? It's like it's a pretty good system and right. You ever seen it, Ms. Maisel? or, or I mean I mean they, or... they know how to put ten eighty P out there, they know how to put 4K out there. They this is but people are not used to doing this, not in any meaningful way, and and not
0: in the numbers of people who would be interested. That's in right. The charges.
1: Right. So it's going to be very interesting. One of the things that I think you got to give Amazon credit for is writing the check, and you got to oh, give yeah. the NFL credit for understanding that they should take the check from Amazon because your experience walking into the sports bar and the bar the, the I
0: want to get to that. Yeah,
1: the bar keeps saying, "Sorry, we don't have it." That's a big deal. Well, it's a big deal because
0: DirecTV started sending to their customers uh, a new feature called DirecTV for Business. And if you change your account from a regular standard DirecTV to a DirecTV for Business, you get on a random channel number, you get the Amazon feed of Thursday Night Football, the main feed. And these guys didn't know that. What I... What I if you followed my tweets, first of all, it was hysterical watching them try because they had no idea. Uh, First of all, they didn't have had they had no idea that they had access to this. Mm -hmm. Then they didn't know how to reach it. So they started doing searches for football and on the menu. And it's on seven screens in the sports bar. I don't want to give the name of the sports bar because I'm not trying to throw them under the bus. But the. Uh, all the screens were adult film uh film titles <laughs> and so i took a picture of that saying this is how they're trying to get the game uh, i said but screw football let's just watch this you know like the, it was it, it was funny it's it, it's actually been published it's channel 9526 if you have direct tv for business which If you're a sports bar, you change your account to direct TV for business and go to channel nine, five, two, six on Thursday nights and you'll get the game and you'll get it in a better quality than the people who are trying to stream it.
1: Yeah, look, I I can. Everybody's going to have the same reaction, right? How many people how long did it take for you to hear from your father? Or, you know, did your dad, how many people had their dad call them? How, where do I get the game? I mean, that, that kind of pejorative ageist BS, you know, as if people over a certain age wouldn't understand how streaming works. You know, we're, we're out of the pandemic now, we're coming out of the pandemic everybody was locked in their house everybody used up netflix used up apple tv plus everybody has been online with streaming and being very comfortable it's disingenuous to say you don't know how to get prime going and if you didn't know how to get prime going you'll figure it out because you want to watch football you know that's that's the week the bigger question that i had was you know there there were and maybe it was just one of these weird anomalies there were a lot of people complaining about the audio i am assuming that'll get fixed next week because It it will. I mean, it just has to. It's not.
0: Well, it's also, but it's also what? How are you receiving Amazon Prime? Are you getting it on an Apple TV, a Roku device, a Fire Stick? Are you getting off a smart TV that doesn't have a good processor for that? It might not be Amazon's issue.
1: Um. Yeah. uh, I don't know. Again, I can't. It needs to be forensically looked at, if you will. Well, CSI is
0: a very highly watched show, so they'll. A lot of people know the answer to that
1: yeah, well, they'll they'll look they're going to figure it out. I'm excited about whatever this is, by the way. it just this transition,
0: kinda... just this transition of taking the number one entertainment property and sending it to the internet.
1: yeah, for a whole bunch of reasons. you know years ago, I wrote a book called Television Disrupted: The Transition from Network to Networked TV. And the thesis of that book was that we would be going from a one-to-many broadcasting environment like we had for the first, you know, 60, 70 years of television to, or the first 3,500 years of human understanding, right? From the proscenium stages uh, of Greek tragedies and Greek comedies, you know, 3,000 years ago, 3,500 years ago. But now we've transitioned or we're the, the business has changed where we're one to one communicating. You open a socket to Amazon, you're getting a real time feed from Amazon. They know they're connected to you, you know you're connected to them. They bring you content. This is really interesting because the data that Amazon will be able to glean from this and then turn into action is unprecedented for a company like Amazon, sure, Facebook has video, Amazon has Prime, we're used to watching video. Amazon hasn't been doing a lot of live, and this is live. So now we're in a whole new world called real time or streaming data. And how do you make that actionable? And watching Amazon take your stream that you're watching and then send you, you know, is the right message in front of the right person, the right place, the right time. Well, the right time is when you're watching football, the right place is whatever device you're on. The right person is you. What's the right message? Is it going to be, you you said there are five audio feeds, but is that enough? Should there be more? Should there be, you know, what is the experience? And also what kind of promotional messaging or advertising messaging or marketing messaging or direct response messaging are you going to get from them? Click here, do this. This is a gold mine for Amazon and if they're responsible about it they're going to learn a lot they're also going to bring an immense amount of value and convenience to the viewers and they should be able to bring a better product i i mean theoretically they could bring you 4k football i don't know that they will but they could i mean they have the bandwidth to do it on their side and if you have the bandwidth to do it on your side then it would there'd be nothing stopping you cable can't do that because they just don't have a way to send you a 4k signal uh, on every single channel And there's just not the cable itself. It doesn't have enough bandwidth and there's no upside for the cable system to change their workflow and process. But Amazon has all the uh, inspiration in the world to make the best possible. They have
0: the ultimate servers. Yeah.
1: So like, I'm, I'm very excited to see where this goes. I've been in the TV business my whole career. And when people say game changer all the time, Seth, this is a game changer.
0: They have an all-female broadcast, including Hannah Storm and Andrea Kramer, Mm -hmm. two icons in the industry. They had all kinds of different options. And that's what I want to watch if I wasn't going to see my friend. I didn't go out to a sports bar to watch the football game. I went out to see a buddy of mine that I don't see often because he lives in Seattle. And when I got back, you know the game was already almost over you know what i mean so so it it wasn't that experience you know i I wasn't trying to cover this for tech stream right my attitude is next week i'll watch the game and i'll try all the different audio feeds just because i want to see that al michaels and kirk herb street i thought were great al michaels is literally a hall of fame
1: so yes and yes at the end of the day seth This is the beginning, not the end. Amazon is getting judged. I don't want to be harsh, too harsh. A lot of people will take an immense amount of pleasure at poking holes in this or being naysayers or just being negative about it. Yeah, it had plenty of glitches. I didn't see it as a innovative first day, but underline three times with three dots after it. But this is Amazon. This is going to get interesting. And- I'm just, I'm stoked about it. I just want to see it happen. The NFL has an outsized presence in television. And as we've discussed many times on this show, as goes the NFL, so goes local TV and so goes broadcast television. You know, we don't want to get too deep down in the weeds about the difference between cable and broadcast and local stations versus networks. But at the end of the day, the TV business, the business of television is the business of football and local and local news. Those are the two things that drive it.
0: Well, to that end, I don't know if you saw the other story. NBC is talking about uh, releasing the 10 o'clock, 10 p.m. hour in the United States uh, to the affiliates. Yes. So this is not even the Jay Leno show, which they did. Remember after the Uh strike, Mm -hmm. Um, that was that was a cheap way to to fill programming. They're just punting. They're understand. basically saying we don't even want it, we can't even compete with this. Uh, it's, fa- it's fascinating to me. And if you watch the Emmys, the uh, Emmys were earlier last week, uh, before this Thursday night football game, so it's about two weeks ago now, uh, for the Emmys. And everything, all I would say 90% of everything that was nominated is from a streaming service or a cable network, nothing is from network television.
1: You have to understand that primetime television is not profitable for the networks. It never has been. It just isn't. It can make you a TV star. It can create a franchise. There are things that it can do. But for the most part, it costs more than it earns. And they are not thinking about killing the 10 o'clock hour, which has been the home of scripted drama for the last, I'm going to call it 25 years. That's really all you've seen there. You don't see sitcoms after ten o'clock generally. Yeah, I mean, it, it, there's an occasional exception, but for the most part, you get comedy early in the evening, and then it goes to scripted dramas or news at the at the ten o'clock hour or some documentary programming. Um, honestly, Seth, it's just too expensive, and they don't they don't have a way to cover the cost. It'd be easier to give that hour back to the affiliates. Now, many affiliates are going to really applaud this. And for a reason that's just physiological and human, the stations that have a 10 o'clock news, the independent stations where they don't have to carry network programming till 11 have much higher news ratings because people are awake. If you have an early right. morning well, job. It, like you got to get in the, you on think, the road by six o'clock. You don't watch the 11 right. o'clock news. You know, in the
0: Eastern and Pacific time zones, it's the 11 o'clock news in this, in the mountain and, and uh, uh, central time zones, it's the 10 o'clock news. So, you're saying that in the East and West, yeah, you think that they're going to put their news on an hour earlier?
1: They would be fools if they didn't.
0: Then what do they wear at 11?
1: Anything. Do the news again? Um, by the way, local NBC, the flagship station, WNBC in New York, the flagship station of the NBC television network, has news that starts at 4 p.m. Eastern, Goes to six thirty p.m. Eastern yep. when network news, uh, nightly news of Lester Holt yep. comes on for a half hour, and then local news is now playing from 7 to 8 p.m. Eastern because they no longer are paying for primetime access, they don't have Wheel of Fortune so and Jeopardy. It, it, it's that's pro- on it, it's WAB, it's profitable that's, for them. It's the, that's on they, ABC. Right. Well, think about it, they already pay the entire news staff, they pay everybody. They pay the writers. Everybody's there. They're paying everybody. Everyone's running an eight hour shift. So why wouldn't, why wouldn't they just use the people they're already paying? It costs them nothing. All they got to do is turn, turn the, the cameras on people are there. So it is the lowest cost thing you can put on the air there. I would be stunned wow. if somebody bought a, a movie package or something for the 10 o'clock slot or went to buy syndicated programming. It would.
0: No, it wouldn't no, make any sense. News. They'll put news and they'll keep the news until eleven thirty. With the what's his face Fallon. It's in,
1: it's in, by the way that's, that's entirely it's possible. But I you know, there I think there would be an opportunity and maybe on some stations depending on who they are, I think you're going to see news uh, at ten as opposed to news at eleven. I bet you there'll be either a, there'll be some half hour syndicated programming that takes the eleven o'clock spot. Would it be it
0: infomercial type money. or would it be like be, a Goldbergs or something like that?
1: Uh, you know, either way it could be reruns of Simpsons, who knows, but I huh. I've talked to a lot of programmers since this has been talked about. And look, e- everybody, everybody is trying to figure this out. The CW network is about to be purchased by Nexstar, which is a, a large owner of television stations. They were the biggest affiliate of CW network from a number of stations. You're not allowed by FCC rule to have more than, I think, 37 or 39 percent of the country covered in local TV stations. I think that's the rule. So uh, you can check me on that. I'd love to you t- tweet me yeah, back but, and tell oh, me I'm right or wrong. going to get phased out
0: in the next 30 years. That's Oh, yeah, that's next 30 on.
1: years, but no time soon. But in the yes, certainly over time, because you could argue that local television, the whole concept of antennas, everybody's going to want. I mean, this is another show, but everyone's going to want the, the, that frequency spectrum back for wireless communication. It's amazingly good spectrum for smartphones. And it's being used, given away free to people doing local television. And there are no more uh, FCC rules about, well, you have to this amount of kids program, this amount of news, this amount of unbiased, like all that stuff is like, that's window dressing now. Everybody just gets these, these TV station licenses renewed they sell their subcarriers and lease their subcarriers to commercial ventures. It's like a whole other world that people never talk about. That's, That's got to end the You're whole right. Thi- you're it's, right. End.
0: it's another episode of the podcast for sure. There's a, um, there's a, uh, a, a mini documentary thing on uh, Netflix. You know how they used to do explained. Well, there's mm-hmm. a, a documentary on Netflix, a series called history One Hundred and One,
1: uh-huh. and
0: it's just, it takes random subjects and does 20 minutes on the history of something and the uh, the one i just saw it's i think the third episode of season 2 i thought of you it was the history of gps
1: <laughs>
0: and how gps was created in the 70s and 80s uh-huh. and that and then reagan d de- uh, regulated it Yes. And and all of a sudden, everybody, all these GPS devices were being sold in stores and they were four hundred dollars a pop. And then all of a sudden they realized that uh, other countries can get your secrets and find out where they were. So they scrambled it. And then so all these people who spent four hundred dollars had these GPS's that didn't work. Oh, my God. I was like, Shelley Palmer would absolutely love this.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's look, it, it was it was a DOD system developed in the 60s and originally they had 24 satellites if you remember we don't have to go into it now but it was for the military right and it really was um it's a marvel if you think about it that 24 satellites orbiting the earth giving you your position no matter where you're standing if you've got the appropriate radio uh, transceivers in your hand i mean come on that's It's and by the way, the new Apple Watch Ultra just to put a just to put a pin in this guy, yeah. it's got dual GPS radios. That sucker knows where you're putting your foot down. Yeah, that's I right. mean, Come on, this He's, is like we knows if in- you're in your living room or your kitchen. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's it's magic now. Anyway, I'm excited about Amazon. I know a lot of people weren't. I'm excited about Thursday night football as a stream and come it's at TechStream is our Twitter handle. Come beat us up over that. I'm, I'm ready for the conversation. Later this week, the uh,
0: Amazon prime game, the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Cleveland Browns. I'll watch those two groups uh, beat up on each other and I'll see it on five different audio streams on every TV. And I'll have it on my phone at the same time. We'll see you next week. folks.